And I didn't even realize, but I had a lot of expectations. And Which I told you. I know, but I A didn't. lot. <laughs> I know, but you I You remember didn't what know. you used to do? But that doesn't... You were telling me. You were telling me, but I didn't... I didn't know. You would refuse to hear. Because do you remember what you used to say? Your response? It was you probably don't... like, I don't have any... Is that your client? Yeah, that's oh, Bruno. Oh, that's sick. Oh, that's good. He didn't sound like that when we met him. No, he has a voice. Oh, yeah. he turns it on, eh? What a stud, eh? Did you Shout know? Out Bruno. Did you know? What? <laughs> that most people can't lick their elbows. Literally, try it right now. Try it. This is, what are you doing? Try it. No. Why? Because that's like the Please. oldest thing in the book. I don't know that. I just found do out. It. Yeah, because no one can do it. It's not, it's not most people can't. No one can do it. And oh. then now you've tried <laughs> to do it, and now you look like, I'm not going to fall prey I to I know this someone silly. watching is going to try. They can be like, I can do it. You feel like you can do it until you actually raise no, your arm. I don't, I don't get Can it. you do it? I'm not getting psyoped into trying to lick my elbow. Can you try? Nope. Not going to do it. Lame. Not going to do it. Okay, tell me what you have to talk about today. What's on the agenda? Why did you gather this meeting here today? I have gathered you here. Marriage. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it's a good little segue. <laughs> you know when the, the segways were those little like scooter things? Yeah, yeah. That cops used in the mall? They're called segways, yes. Yeah, why? Why are they called segways? Is there a reason? I don't know. Someone named them that? Mr. Yeah, Segway invented them? <laughs> Maybe. Anyways. <laughs> just having fun. Um, I'm glad you're having fun. So I think we got to uh, talk about what happened with us. You tell them what happened. <laughs> okay, how do I want to start this? It's on you right now. It's on me. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not in the story for a while. No, it was. Um, you tell people what you're going through. Yeah, not a good, not a good mental time for me. Uh, difficult prep and putting way too much pressure on you. I was just, um, and I didn't even realize, but I had a lot of expectations. And Which I told you. I know, but a I lot. I know, but you I remember didn't what know. you used to do? But that doesn't you were telling me, you were telling me, but I didn't I didn't know. You would refuse to hear. Because do you remember what you used to say? Your response? Was you probably like, I don't have any. No, you would argue the definition. Oh. Those aren't expectations. And then you would literally describe what an expectation is and be like, that's what I have. It's like, yeah, expectations. You're like, no, that's not an expectation. Yeah. It's okay. You figured it out. So Massive we broke up. We broke up again. Well, you can tell them the story. That's not that's not the story. 
Yeah. Um, Tell the story. It was the end of my prep, and uh, we were both going through it mentally, and I couldn't handle it at that time because I didn't have the skills. I didn't have um, this this you know, lens of life I have now. I was very selfish and I was not a good partner. Um, and I felt like I couldn't handle it. And I left. Um, not knowing at that moment that it was mostly like, because I was being selfish, I thought, like, you were being selfish and weren't giving anything to me. Um, and then, of course, show happens. You still came and supported me. Um, and then show ends, and I wanted to get back together. And you were like... Because it was hard for me, right? Because I hadn't realized that it was like me being selfish and my expectations, I still wasn't ready to fully accept that. And I still couldn't see it, to be no, honest. No, and I could see that. Yeah, it was a yeah, problem. Yeah, and you knew that. You were like, I was like trying to maybe say reasons why I want to get back together or, or say that I've changed and I hadn't actually changed yet. And you saw that. And it was um, a lot of uncomfortable but also productive conversations um it was like you kept seeing that it what there was no change but you didn't want to give up because i think that you saw that i could change um sorry this side can't stop smiling um it's just like special when someone like really believes in you, you know. And then you gave me a book. Um, and it was what's it called? Get ready for your best marriage. We'll put a link in the description because I think it's a really good book. Um Christian based book, but at the time I wasn't Christian. And but when I read it, it just something like it felt like a slap in the face. I got to chapter three and I was like, this is just making too much sense. And then it that uh, just unraveled this massive ball of yarn um, for me. And then it was like just a whole shift. And you saw the shift. And that's when you were like, okay, she's she's changed and she's not. I feel very different now. Um towards you and towards our relationship and I don't feel like you owe me anything I don't feel like you have to do anything to show me you love me um I don't feel like every time I do something for you I need something back um and while I might be like the occasional like oh where's my da -da -da, or whatever around my period or something it's like I'm not actually yeah, you just, know it's a joke. Yeah, now. You're just being funny. And if if something comes up where maybe I do say something um with a certain tone or a certain um I don't know what's the word I want. 
like I say something and then I reflect on it. I'm like, oh, he might have taken it like, or I came across X way. Then we do talk about it right away. Or I apologize and you're like, oh, thanks for handling that like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's just a level of maturity that um, it just feels like it exploded like a, like a volcano. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I like, agree. what did you see? Like, what was? Yeah, I think you were, I don't even think I realized it. I felt it, but didn't know beforehand what was happening. And then it basically got exposed by that, that moment that you decided to leave out of nowhere because... I think, yeah, I didn't realize how selfish you really were. Yeah. So we were not aligned no. in that sense. And uh, that was like a, obviously a super important one. But I didn't, I didn't, I guess I didn't really uh, like measure the temperature well for that. You know, there's a lot of other things that we get along with mm -hmm. and that just like made sense for things that for someone who you want to marry. But then that one is a huge one. But I, I think my body or my soul felt it, but it never, it never connected to the point of being like, oh, that's, that's a red flag for a long-term partnership. You should postpone, mm -hmm. you know, engagement. Mm -hmm. So, it, yeah, I mean, it's like one of the biggest blessings ever that we ever went through. 100%. Because it changed you. Changed and, you forever. It's crazy. And, uh, it was very hard mm -hmm. on both ends, right? Yeah, because then brutal. when I when I wanted to get back together selfishly again, right? Um, we had some very hard conversations, mm -hmm. right? And it was like, uh, I I still you you were right to like hold off because you didn't see any change yet. And, and you didn't feel anything yet, but you knew once you felt the change. It's, it is like an intuition and like discernment type thing. Yeah. Where it's like before, after, after it went down and you were like, oh no, what have I done? It was after the show and you didn't get what you wanted at the show and you made a 180. It was like, you were, you were basically like still operating with the same perspective. Mm -hmm. So because of that, all your behavior was obvious. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, you couldn't really fake accountability and you couldn't fake heartfelt change. So it was one of those things where it's like you can pretend, but it, it just, it didn't seem yeah. right. Like it seemed like, it seemed like a horse was mooing and you're like, you're yeah. not, this isn't really adding up. So yeah. that's why once, you can tell when someone's, I think, behaving in a way that's congruent with their actual beliefs. Yeah. You know, if you talk to them enough, you can figure out, like, is this something that's actually authentic or not? And you can start to, like, figure that out. Or you can see if they're just acting out of desperation, which I think you were. I think you were acting out of desperation and selfishness for a while there. When you're like, oh, no, I lost this thing. I don't love him. I just hate that I don't have him. Mm -hmm. So I need him back. You know, it was very selfish, you know, until you actually like let me go, which was ultimately the most freeing thing, right? Because you were like, oh, I don't need him anymore, you know? And that's yeah. the point when you started to change, when you're like, oh, I, 
I don't need him and not in a way that was like, I don't need him, like sassy, whatever. It was just like, truthfully, you're like, I don't require him to be happy. You know, I don't quite require him to live a fulfilling life anymore. So that's a pretty powerful moment when yeah. in the past you would have. And that's why you had me on a pedestal having such high expectations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because. And then having those expectations then wanted, uh, it just it just backfired in general because then you didn't want to do those expectations for me, right? I say quote like like I'm expecting gifts, and then you of course you wouldn't want to do it because I'm expecting it, and then it wouldn't be as special. It's ironic because the more you crave the thing you want, the less you get it. Yeah, it's that whole exactly thing, right. Exactly. Once you actually let it go, you begin to achieve. You be, you begin to it yeah you begin to get it's it. like it's like watching the kettle to boil <laughs> yeah it never happens when you watch if it. if you watch it it doesn't boil but if you're just <laughs> doing whatever you're like oh kettle's already boiling right mm -hmm. so it's like if you're hyper focused on something you're not getting you're not gonna get it um yeah that makes perfect sense but it especially was just very coming... sorry go ahead no go ahead well i was gonna say especially if you're coming from a place of if you're coming from a place that is not compatible with long-term companionship then there's gonna be some like incongruency yeah. with like you getting that thing you want you can do it through sheer will but i think there's some rules that operate that make it hard if that makes sense you know like it'll it'll come to you way more smooth if you are already coming from a place of selflessness and humility and you know what i mean you start to like reject the th the feelings of like entitlement and self-centeredness and i guess really those two things yeah if you reject those things within you i think you start to attract the thing you really wanted all along jesus yeah that was a big part for you yeah mm -hmm. but it was just uh really special to have your support still throughout you still supported me. Even the times you told me that I had to like just let you go and if you were going to find someone else, you were going to find someone else, you still supported me. Mm -hmm. And you still like, you still wanted to be with me but not like the selfish version. You still yeah. saw things you liked in me but... I don't know. You just believed in me. Yeah. I thought like, like, I thought what I was seeing, it was hard to describe to other people that weren't in it. But the best way that I can describe it is like, I got to know you well enough that I was like, this person is trying really hard to be better at this thing. They're just sucking really bad at it, but they <laughs> aren't doing it willfully. Mm -hmm. They just, they're just, you know what I mean? They're just not doing well because they lack the tools and they're not in a place that they can see what tools they need. Well, but, I, but I could see the potential down the road. And I was like, that's where I'm like, I think this person is trying to build a house with a stapler and they have no idea that hammer and nails exists, you know? And it's like, if I can just get them to the point where they can understand that a hammer and nail exists and it works a lot better than a stapler to build a house then I, th I think from what I know about this person, they will embrace that and they will be better. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. willfully want to be here. I think they just are 
temporarily blinded. Well, and I'm a person that has always like had pride because I've been so confident and so like sure about everything I do. And then it was really hard, like a hard pill to swallow. Like, oh, you're not good at this. <laughs> you're not good at relationships. Um, and you need to change to get better or it's just going to be the same thing over and over again. That was hard, right? Because it's like, well, I'm good at this and I'm good at this and I'm good at this and I'm probably good at this, right? And I wasn't. So it took, you know, a lot of uh, reflection and the, like, I had to change. Kind of you know thing. what? And not just, like, yeah, 100%. it. It's funny because looking back now, too, you use different language and you talk a little bit different now mm. in the sense of, like, before. And I admired it a lot. But now when I look back, I see it way different. I don't look at it with um, ad, like admiration anymore. But like specifically when you would behave confidently, it's like now I look back at it and I'm like, oh, I had no idea. But that was someone who was like, they were actually so, the, their potential for self-destruction was so bad that they couldn't let, they couldn't creep the door open at all. They couldn't open it, open it at all. Because if they did, it would cause a cascade of like, of just maladaptive self-sabotage responses or whatever it was. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I think there was like, I don't know if this is the right term, but like some, some form of like toxic confidence where it's like, how much of this is authentic? You know, and mm -hmm. I don't think it actually was as authentic as I thought it was. And now, so, how do you feel about it now? Now I feel like you're just acting. You're act. You, you come from a place of like, um, human reality, where it's like you're still a confident person, but you don't speak in a way that comes off as like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't need to convince me when really you're just trying to convince yourself. Mm. Like I'm strong. I'm this. It's like you're allowed to not be strong at everything. Like you can be not good at some stuff, you know? Yeah. So you're allowed to be afraid. That's okay. But I don't think you could admit that before. I think you had a lot of pride. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really just like insecurity. You couldn't, you can't, you know what I mean? It's hard to handle, admit that to yourself. Because yeah, it you, was just you something. see yourself as something. And it was, I think that was like a nature nurture thing too, right? It was like how I always, thought that I had to feel and then just kept that what do you mean nature nurture thing what's the nature nurture like thing? um that's nurture yeah so what's the nature um maybe just nurture right okay <laughs> well I mean you have um, your personality which is well nature made up of nature and nurture nature is what nature is oh genetics yeah, maybe like um nurture's environment, nature's genetics. Yeah, so maybe like family history of like we didn't we didn't have we don't have anyone in our family on either side that had like depression or like any type of mental that you know of. That I know of, mm -hmm. but like I don't know. I guess the the families were like strong-minded people and just kind of like if there was a problem they just pushed it aside and they were which like which is why it's that's why i say quote unquote that you know of 
Yeah. Right? Because they would have just never said it. It's like, I don't that's think fair. that's necessarily an indication I don't know if of low depression can, can or hide, low But if the mental health issue gets bad enough, it's hard to hide. Doesn't mean impossible. People hide it their yeah, whole lives. Fair. Some people hide it their whole lives. It's horrific. Mm. And they just live in hell their whole lives. If, if the fear of confronting it is large enough, they'll push it down. They'll push it down forever. I think you might have, I think if you didn't go through this, you might have been that person, actually. Maybe. You might have pushed it down until you died. I don't know if you had ever had your moment. You know what I mean? This was your moment. It was huge. The biggest transformational moment in your life, I think. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't have that, you would have been that guy who's 65, 70 and didn't go through that transformational moment. He's still kind of dealing with stuff. But he doesn't yeah. even know he's dealing. He just, well, actually, he's not dealing with stuff. <laughs> That's <laughs> why he's got problems. Fair. You know? Just held it down so deep that he doesn't even know what exists anymore. He just ignores it. Decades. I think it's just a reminder that, um, you know, where you and I are still just people that have issues too. And uh, hopefully sharing, sharing it could help someone. Yeah, I think so. And also like, yeah, sharing it. And I think also the... Um, showing too that there's like I don't know maybe this isn't fair but like nowadays I think a lot of people do quit really easily on things especially they quit easily on each other so I don't want to like say I'm an inspiration to people <laughs> kind of corny to say but like if if someone could look at it and be like oh that's a cool way to approach that I don't see that that often that would be neat Mm -hmm. I hope that's a positive thing because I know I had a lot of people telling me things be, that I didn't necessarily agree with because that's how they would handle it. The way I handled it was the way I believed I should handle it. And I'm going to act in that way. That's congruent with my beliefs and my value system and my intuition and my discernment. Um, doesn't mean other people's advice that I trust, I ignore but it does mean that I have to assess the situation and, and I'm going to behave in some way. I'm going to make some decision. And I think, uh, I think the average person finds it really hard to get over things. And they, they, I think it's really hard for the average person to get over other people when they've caused them hurt, mm -hmm. get over grudges. I think a lot of people hold grudges and they, they don't forgive. And I think they have a hard time when people hurt them to see them in a good light ever again, or at least to trust them ever again, you know? So I'm, I'm proud of that actually, the way I handled that, you know? Cause if, if it wasn't for that, then I don't think, you know, if I had given up so early, I don't think you would have had your chance to go through the transformative change that you did, you know? So you just needed someone to give you an opportunity for redemption so that you could actually change. If I never gave you that opportunity, you wouldn't have been able to do it. And that's what I kind of felt like. Felt like, okay, I have to go through this, which is the hardest thing I've been through so far in my life. And if that's... I didn't know it was going to happen, but it turned out to be extremely vindicating because if, I think if I hadn't done it, I don't know where you would have had that opportunity. You know, so it feels good that I was able to help someone. That's kind of how I look at it, mm -hmm. you know, and in turn, helping myself. It was good for me. Preach.
Appreciate you. Preach, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope that helps someone. Thanks for listening to the show. You can follow at Stay Peaked on social media. You can also follow at Slays Fit. That's Sam. Go follow her. Follow me, Tim, at Tim underscore MSHC. Thanks again for listening to the show. Comment below. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you hate it. Let us know if you love it. We'll reply to every single one, and we'll make sure we're really rude to the people that don't like the show. We'll make sure you say nice things. See you later.